This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Join as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. And special guest Brian. Say hello. Hello. All right, gentlemen. Today we're going to be talking about PC video games. Oh, but, but like, before we start, do you want some rye? Of course I do. Wait, also, before we start, we sh- everybody should check their sound cards. <laughs> Mine's working perfectly. My sound card works perfectly. So I can cross two items off my list already. Sweet. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just. We're not talking about anything in particular here. So let's just. What you guys think about when you think about old PC video games, and by old, 80s, 90s, maybe early 2000s, but you know, basically be, before. Um, well, not really before, but just yeah, PC video games. Graphics didn't really improve past that point. Let's just face it. It's true. I mean, they had most PC video games at the time had real live people <laughs> acting in them, which I kind of miss. That that's kind of made a, a brief comeback recently with several games where they brought back the full motion video. Uh, I kind of like it, yeah. But you guys are talking about like cutscenes, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I know there were a few games that like had digitized characters, like like Mortal Kombat, obviously, but. Uh, <laughs> But like in PC games where you like walk through and they walk around the world or whatever as a digitized character. Mm-hmm. The the one that comes to mind is what was that one we had, Brian? The Phantasmagoria. Yes. Oh, exactly. That freaking game. I saw the cutscene. They they have of course all the cutscenes on YouTube for that game. I saw it like last Halloween. Man, they're some of those scenes are rough. Like they're hard to watch. Like as in they're bad or they're actually like. No, most are bad, but some is like, oh, I almost puked. Yeah, yeah, kind of gory. The, uh, <laughs> the oh, kind of phantasmagory. Yeah, <laughs> Alex beat me to it. Uh, the truly creepy one was Seventh Guest. I don't know if you guys played that one. I remember I that. Did not. It had a clown in it. That's all you need to know. Chivas H. What Is that about the one that chased you around with giant scissors? No. Oh. That was a Japanese game. Oh. One of my favorite ones, um, Man and Conquer. They had some good cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Who they had some relatively famous people in that, right? Or Tia Carrera, maybe in subsequent ones. I don't know about the original. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. And uh, speaking of Command and Conquer, best soundtrack ever. Realistic airplanes. <laughs> no, I think that was a speeder from indoor. <laughs> so, so, sorry, boys. My window's open. Uh, we're getting some outside traffic. I live on Crash Test Alley, so. <laughs> I do believe that was an, a speeder. Uh, the original Command and Conquer had Michael Bean. Ooh. Yeah, and Tim Curry is one of them. 
Yes, I remember him. You're thinking of the Clue video game. <laughs> no, because they they always play this sound clip on How uh, Hollywood Babylon, and he's he's one of those overacting moments. I'm gonna send you to space. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to say space. <laughs> space, but he kind of goes into what's-his-face from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know what he's doing there, but... Uh, yeah. I was trying to... I guess you guys didn't hear me. Seventh Guest was a prequel to another really popular game, and I don't remember. Well, there was a second one. The sequel to the that was guest. was the Eleventh Hour. Or the Eighth <laughs> Guest. Okay, Eleventh Hour. I think that's the one I'm thinking of, Scott. Yeah. yeah. And I think I played that one. I never played Seventh Guest, but I'm not sure. Maybe I have that mixed up. So let's kind of go back to the beginning. I want to know where I know where Brian did, but like your first PC that you would start playing video games, like what type was it? For us, it was an Apple IIc. Um, we'd play like old old games like uh, Montezuma's Revenge, and um, wait, not even that. I was, was playing that? that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who won? <laughs> Damn you, Montezuma! <laughs> but like the actually that was on my old that was my uncle's old Commodore 64 I'm thinking of our PC which was uh, Apple IIc and then yeah we played like Choplifter uh, the command line Zork um, <laughs> man it, for, oh, Microsoft Decathlon this is the first <laughs> time I've ever heard of Microsoft it was something Decathlon and like you would race and you just had to hit like one two one two one two and your little asterisk like ran around in a circle and that was a uh, <laughs> that was your character. Was it the Catalan? Yeah. yeah. Um, I it was neighbors that I had to play any real computer games on when I was a kid. I mean, don't even know, I had a Super Nintendo, <laughs> so it wasn't like I was starved for entertainment. But uh, the first things I remember playing was like California games. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that was to the NES too. Yeah. The uh, the BMX part of that was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just do backflips all day, play hacky sack. The, yeah, I remember Hacky said. Do the cliff diving and hit the wall on the way down. <laughs> stinky stinky weasel. Yeah. <laughs> Not the bull uh, riding. That wasn't very intuitive. That, uh, there was a super old Dungeons & Dragons game. Yes. I forget what it was called. That was, I think it was called Dungeons & Dragons. That was the one uncle, our uncle played, right, Jeff? I don't Where remember you made, that. You made like a party, and then you went, and it was like, it would just go like one screen at a time, and you get into fights and stuff like that. Yeah, I also remember, remember playing uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy, yes. That's right. I forgot about that. We got pretty good after a while because they only asked ten questions about the entire <laughs> game. Yeah. Well, that was hard. You had to know how to you had to know how to spell too, or else you were screwed. <laughs> only so much information you can fit on the ten k disc. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other one I remember was Aztec or Azteca. Do you remember that one, Brian? It was like you were. It was like a Pitfall game, and maybe that's what it was. It was like a ripoff of Pitfall, but you played this, yeah, like like Indiana Jones type character, and you. It was hard. I got, so all our games were stuff that my uh, dad would like copy from the live at the library. Bring some blank discs, copy some games, and bring them home. But can, can and, I just uh, comment and say early that bootlegger that it's rad <laughs> that your dad knew how to do that. Like, there, there's no way in hell my dad ever would have been able to, to to even think about doing something like that, let him pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, our dad used to be pretty technical, and then something happened. And then... 
He wired everything. You just hit that certain age, you know, and then just your brain shuts off. That no, I think it. I think if Jeff became like of age to do most things, and so he just relied on you. Uh, maybe that's what it is. It's like, all right, my boys are old enough. I don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about it anymore. But yeah, it was. He would wire the TVs for you know um, better sound using the right cables. He can all that stuff. That now, yeah, it's just every time one of us come over, it's like, help me with this, help me with that. <laughs> But yeah, back in the day, <laughs> he used to do it. Um, well, I didn't yes. have a computer growing up, so I relied on school for all my computer games. So number, muncher, number munchers and Oregon Trail. Oh, number munchers. Forgot about that. <laughs> Ooh, what about uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to get to – well, I, I – so my next computer, the one that was actually like the, – the one with the CD-ROM, it was like yeah. a 486 – uh, like, the speed of the it was a uh, Packard Hell. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Packard since, Hell? So, who said stop making computers? But yeah, that was yeah that was Seventh Guest and Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Well, an updated version of it, anyways. Yeah, so let's hold off on that because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely I think where we played most of our games would be on something like yeah. that. Did you guys but play you mentioned... uh, the sequel? Where in the World is Candy Maldonado? <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>. so <laughs> Oregon Trail. <laughs> No good. Um, no good. What was the other one? You guys mentioned number crunchers. I don't, we didn't have that, but we had Math Blaster. Math Blaster, remember that one too? I think that one have been might have been one of the few games that my parents did buy, and that was the least fun game. Obviously, <laughs> oh, I get to run to the answer of five plus two. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eight. Man, I remember. In, yeah. in, in junior high, had a I got a ton of extra credit in English. Because our library would have quizzes about books. So you just type in the name of a book, and they give you like 10 questions, and you just answer them. It's like trivia. It was like A, <laughs> like a through D. And I just just breezed that because I was super nerdy. I was like, well, yeah, I'll answer questions about Lord of the Rings. Like, <laughs> 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 or Dune or <laughs> any of that stuff. So, so. what about um, – this is kind of a little off topic, but what about Print Shop, Jeff? Remember with that? That's not a game, yeah. but I remember us spending a lot of time using Print Shop, mostly because yeah. it took about an hour to print a page <laughs> on our dot matrix printer. Yeah, that was probably our most yeah our most used app would probably have been Print Shop and always printing the banners for everything. Yeah, happy birthday! They would take literally like two hours. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, things were fucking worse. You do, you do. Uh, like a book report or something on that, and he'd rip off the the sides and pack it up yeah. <laughs> right in the middle. Yep. <laughs> like, well, I guess I got to start all over again. Yeah, or you got cocky and you do multiple tears at a time. Like, you, uh, oh, I'm going to fold this over five times, and then, yeah, you tear nope. it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yep. I remember, so yeah, we, this is going to go Flash forward, but we'll come back. Yeah, the, we had our dot matrix was really slow, like you guys said. And then years later, when I was in college, and we never, you know, we stopped using that dot matrix years ago. So I went to college, they still had dot matrix printers in the lab, but they were like super fast. Yeah. And they printed on the extra wide paper. And I just remember, like, you'd print out your, your source code or whatever, and you would go down there, and this thing is just spitting it out like crazy. And there's this giant paper. I've never even seen it since. And it's like green and white stripe, but that thing would go so fast. I remember, my mind was blown about how fast dot matrix printers could be. Yeah, they're mostly used for like uh, for uh, photo, like um, carbon copies nowadays. 
okay. So when you like need like an invoice, you get the green or pink one. Yeah. Do, but, um, could, little off topic, real quick. Does anybody in any of your offices use fax machines anymore for anything? Yes, every yeah. si- every single one of our new branches has one. God, why? Why are we still using fucking fax machines? A lot of stuff. Um, I don't know. It's more secure than anything else, really. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. McFly! <laughs> Read my facts! <laughs> like, no, you can't fire me. I'm fired. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have them. I mean, there's like one in the office. And but, I, for me, it's always like, okay, you have to change something at headquarters and you have to fax it in. Like, yeah. Or you have to go through so many steps to do it through email. Like you have to go scan it, put it back in, and it's just it's easier just to fax it at that point mm-hmm. for certain things. Mm-hmm. So having said that, Scott, before each of our divisions, so say like one of our branches, are like say San Francisco, say they have like three of our like business lines there. Each business line used to have their own fax line, and now we're starting to consolidate just down to one for the physical location. That's so yeah, cool. we're starting to phase out a little, uh, but yeah, we still have a ton of them. I, I, I can kind of see what Jeff's saying, though. Like, I guess it potentially saves some time, sometimes, to use the fax machine. I don't know. Just something about it seems so archaic to me. Uh, it is. It is. It's very... <laughs> like I said, so, like, I know one thing is your W-2 or whatever, and for some reason, because I work for two big corporations, your federal one you can do online, but your individual state one has to be done manually. So you have to, like, print out the form, sign it, fill out everything, and then... Either scan it, put it on a USB drive, go back to your desk, load it, email it, or just fax it. And usually I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to fax it. But anyway, way off topic of video games. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 90s computer stuff. Mm-hmm. That's Thank true. Um, so yeah, that's – and I would say for us, we played that a lot, but Nintendo came in around that time too and was like, all right, um, Nintendo, you know – Blew the socks off of it. Ours, right. you know, our Apple II was monochrome, so we had a black and amber <laughs> monitor. And so, yeah, once Nintendo was there, a, a different neighborhood kid had uh, had the the old God. I don't even remember what it was called. It wasn't even a Commodore, but they had Pong on it. Um, that maze game. I forget what it's called. I don't know. Uh, baseball. It had baseball on it, which is rad. <laughs> we had a form of baseball, but it was weird. The graphics were very primitive. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, yeah. It was super. It was just like lines. It was like... Yeah, I remember... I, was say, I remember you can, like, pick... It wasn't like, okay, today's Major League. It's like, you just pick an old team. Like, you can play the Yank- the Murderer's Row Yankees or something like that. And that sounds familiar. We just... Yeah, and you can sit there and then we just, like, watch it. You think you hit P, and it's like, pitch... <laughs> Was it Hardball from Strike. Princess <laughs> No. Oh. Way before that. The <laughs> graphics, there weren't even really graphics. It was, I think they was like a static picture of a baseball field, and they would have like a number in each spot where the position, like, you know, Babe Ruth is here. It was by his number. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was old. <laughs> Basically. Um, so, yeah, I think Nintendo came along, and we stopped, we stopped playing PC games for us personally, and then... It wasn't until I got into high school when I became friends with uh, BK, which you guys know, <laughs> and uh, got back into computers. And I went over to his house, and all of a sudden, I was like, what? Computers are in color now? And they have <laughs> graphics like this, and a mouse, and a hard drive, and all this stuff. But still crappy and, sound. 
at that point, yes, there was still no sound other than like PC speaker. <laughs> and uh, and then after like you know six months or whatever, we uh, got a PC for home and uh, 486 DX2 66. Eight megabytes of RAM and it sounds very similar to the one we had. <laughs> four hundred megabyte hard. Yeah. Yep. Why would you yeah, ever need four hundred megabytes? Yeah. Um. What was I gonna? I was gonna say. What else do we have on there? We had a a twenty eight. Is it twenty eight hundred modem? Bod modem. Oh, twenty twenty four. Twenty four hundred. Yeah. Uh, floppy drives. You know, no CD ROMs at this point or anything. But then. That's the machine where we played all our games on. So, yeah. So I don't know about you guys. That's tough. So Scott sounds like forty six is where you kind of jumped in. Yep. Alex, I'm assuming around the same or. No, I never had a computer growing up. Okay. Well, playing people's yeah uh, people well, around that time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and then like I said, there was my friend Brian BK. Uh, We'd go over there, and we, I remember we played Monopoly, and that was so cool. You see the little foot would animate around the, <laughs> the the things, and then this game called Stunt Driver, which was like one of the first like polygon graphics games. And I don't even know the point of it. We would just make – you could make a track, and we would just make jumps and just destroy ourselves. And because it was polygon, you can see each little polygon disintegrate and stuff, and it was really cool. And um, It turned to Zork. Well, that was a little bit later, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> then, uh, no, we bought that the same day we got the computer. No, we didn't. Yeah, we so, did. No, we didn't. Yes, <laughs> because we went over to BK's house and installed it, and it took forever. And then we... It's a different day. It's a different time, Brian, because we didn't have a sound card when we first got our computer. So yeah, how would we play it? Yeah, it doesn't did. work perfectly. Jeff, you're, yes. we didn't play it, but he bought a sound card at that computer show, and that's why he was able to yeah. play it. Now that you're thinking of Doom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, same game. <laughs> Trust me on this one, Hermano. All right. <laughs> it was that was definitely something. He got a sound card when we got our computer, and it was Doom, and that's back when it was Shareware. I don't know if you guys remember Shareware. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, you'd they'd give you the discs for free, and they'd expect you to pay them money later if you liked it. Maybe they'd give you some more levels, but that wasn't necessarily a thing that had to be done. But um. Well, you just download the DLC later. Well, there was no downloading. What? Back then. Yeah, that's another thing. Back in the day, games better come perfect because you weren't able to download a patch when it came to your door. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they were probably easier to program back then. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we got our PC. And we're playing like, I, these games. Like I said, that we'd pretty much all the ones that our friend Brian had. And, yeah, back then we just... Sorry, FBI. We don't think we bought any games at all. It was all downloading from friends, trading with friends. Um, remember, you'd have to like they'd have. Sorry, like, in the manual. <laughs> you'd like turn to page thirty-five and answer this question, so they'd prove that you actually bought the game. You had the booklet, but people yes, would just I forgot about that. Give you give you the photocopied version, photocopied version of the of the manual and. Then later on, it was all with the cracks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's before they had the the codes. Yeah, you punch a hole in the floppy. Although some games got pretty clever with it, uh, Secret Monkey Island had that that wheel where you'd have to line up three different 
three different parts of the wheel based on the date. Like, it would ask you a random question, and you have to match it. From the booklet? It came with the game. It wasn't It wasn't in the booklet. I don't remember that. But I don't think I've ever played Monkey Island, so that's probably why I don't remember it. Um, so it's more so of a Mac game. Okay. So that's the basic uh, thing. And then, yeah, later on, we got a multimedia kit. That's where, you know, you've got your CD-ROM yes. and sound card. And a bundle of games. Yeah, and that's when we got Mist and uh, Rebel Assault. Remember that? It was one of the few Star Wars games nice. back then. And um, Oh, yeah, that game was awesome. It looked cool, but it was not nearly as fun as we're going to get into some other games that I think we've all liked. But it definitely looked really Well, back then it looked really good. And the sound was awesome. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, you can hear the... John Williams score was playing on the CD-ROM and all that stuff. <laughs> so at this point, computer had passed, or PC had passed, like, the console as far as sound and graphics, right? Yeah, because yeah. this is still probably, it was a Super Nintendo time, I would think. Yeah, it was still Super Nintendo, yeah. Back in the Super yeah. Nintendo times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our generation will do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, N64 came out in, like, 97, Ish, maybe ninety. Yeah. yeah. And this would have been ninety two, ninety three. Really? Uh, no, SNES was before ninety six, ninety seven. Way before that. No, no you said N sixty four. Oh, N sixty four. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that would have been my sophomore years when I met Brian. So it would have been around that time. Yeah, I remember around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we. And we still played in Super Nintendo, but we definitely had a lot less games because we would kind of mix them now. We'd get the free ones on the PC or the $60 ones for Nintendo. Jeebus. <laughs> and so this is when we got our own phone line because we were always online. <laughs> yeah, so we started with the 2400, and it was really cool, and but it was so slow. I mean, I remember we'd go on to these places, and this is like our early innocent days of downloading girls in bikini pictures, you know, like Kathy Ireland and Cindy, <laughs> Cindy Crawford and like just watching like line by line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, can't oh, wait until it gets to the boobs. Yep. Yeah. There's their neck. It's coming up. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's if you have to use the Z modem protocol. I don't know if you remember guys, the different protocols you had to select. Yep. Uh, so it was X, X modem, Y modem, Z modem, all this stuff. But yeah, after once we started, that thing took off. Then that's when we switched to a. I think it went straight to a twenty-eight eight after after the twenty-four hundred. Believe it was a Hayes Optima. <laughs> because it was U.S. robotics, we, we wasn't could, it? We couldn't afford the U.S. robotics. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, was, I thought it was a Hayes. I think you had to like choose the Hayes driver. <laughs> So this is another thing I wanted to get into. The IRQs start... and... Uh, yes, inter... yeah. exactly. So before we get into individual games, just kids, before this thing called DirectX <laughs> was invented, you guys can hate Microsoft all you want, but DirectX is awesome because back in the day, you would have to configure every single game on your own. Yep. Every time you played it. <laughs> it would save settings usually. Really? But... I thought sometimes yeah. it would. Okay. I mean, maybe some games didn't, but most of them did at some point. But yeah, you'd have to go in and you'd have to choose the right IRQs and what was it? DM, not DMA. Um, I can't remember the other one. Yeah, but you had to select these ports and make sure no other thing was using it at the time. And every game you had to do it for, and that was where your sound card was and where your 
if you had a joystick for certain things or any of your peripherals, you had to manually <laughs> go in there. And that's where that whole, your sound card works perfectly came from. So you'd go into the setup of the original Warcraft and uh, it's... Or you try to start a game and you don't have enough memory, so you type this magical command Mim-maker. called Mimmaker. <laughs> oh, I remember that now. And uh, Was that basically like the flip. first like swap kind of? Was using your hard drive as memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Use virtual memory. Yeah. yeah, and then you'd finally get your game running and there you'd go. And, and the big difference between a PC game and a Nintendo game was you could save it. There's a hard drive on there, right? Except for like Zelda, you know, the few that we've talked about in the past. That was always really cool. You can save your game. And uh, as opposed to Nintendo where you had codes, (laughs) if anything. Um, But yeah, so I, these games, we go over our games. um, So, so. Talk about the tech. So, the games. So, you guys talking about your Freddy 6. So. Let's talk about the first next-gen games that we had. So you guys mentioned, like, Warcraft 2 was probably the first next one. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember order. I mean, I definitely we played Warcraft 2. Mm-hmm. We played more Command & Conquer, I think, than Warcraft 2. So, well, post-sound post card, let's call it that. Yeah. So I think Command & Conquer, Warcraft 2, I don't... I don't remember playing Warcraft 2, honestly, until a little bit later. I think I was more Command and & Conquer, and also Dune 2. Oh, okay. Do you remember, remember Dune 2? Yeah, that that one was, like, set the precedent for RTSs, really. Yeah, exactly. That was the first one I ever remember. And I remember I went to my friend's house, and he had it, and I was like, oh, can you give me a copy? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, go over there, and I bring him some floppy disks, and he's making me copies, and I can hear, he was playing it before I got there. I'm like, oh, you have sound? Oh, what is that? He's like, oh, it's Sound Blaster. I'm like, oh, can you make me a copy of Sound Blaster, too? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 that's like a thing you have to put in your computer. I was like, aw. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, Command & Conquer, Warcraft 2. Um, as Brian mentioned, Return to Zork. That was a big one. Um, Doom. Um, and then going back, it was a little bit before that, but like the X-Wing TIE Fighter games. A lot of fun playing those. Yeah, those were awesome. Um, just, I don't know, being a Star Wars fan as I am and just going through there, and they're, they're so not action-paced, but they are at the same time. Like, I don't know how. If you played them, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you'll see a Star Destroyer way out in the distance, and you're just flying at it for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden you get close, and the torpedoes start coming, and you have to dodge them. And um, I don't know. I just love playing that game. And I, I think Tie Fighter was that was a sequel, and it was a little bit more advanced and a little more fun. But just switching your shields—if you know you wanted to be faster—you'd have to take some power away from your shields and give them to your engine, or vice versa, your weapons. So managing that whole thing, which is really cool. Which I think there was a Star Trek game like that too. It wasn't as much. Is really the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. It wasn't as much as much action. You weren't flying around, but you had to control the the Enterprise, and you had to like where you put you know fire versus Scotty getting stuff in the engines and everything. Oh, there's so many games. 
So, uh, so I had a, a Star Trek game, a Next Generation game. Uh, I forget the name of it. I I remember it mostly, and this is something I miss about old PC games. It had like the most massive unwieldy box. Like it wasn't even square shaped. It was this weird kind of half diamond. It did not fit on a shelf. Yeah, <laughs> I remember weird boxes like that. I, I really, I mean, it's obviously a huge waste and unnecessary, but just these all all old PC games were like that. Just come in these giant boxes. Yeah, I don't remember too many specifically. The one PC box I still have is from EverQuest, which yeah. I think I mentioned in an EverQuest episode. But I still have that <laughs> that box. It's because it's raised and you can feel their boobies on the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, but it's a, like a bag of sand. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a normal box. So just a box. Um, but yeah, I was going to go back to Tie Fighter, which we may have mentioned in our. Thrawn trilogy episode, but what I do remember, there was some cutscenes, and they would show actual like pictures of Star Wars stuff that I don't. Some of them were like direct images from the movies, but just like animated versions. But then there was like they introduced Admiral Thrawn in the game. There was like one or two scenes where actually Admiral Thrawn shows up in the video game. Uh, yeah, that's right. And I didn't know who he was at the time. And then years later, when I was reading the books, I was like, Oh my god, that's the guy from the video game. <laughs> And I think they show, like, Darth Vader had a castle or something. Like, there were some weird scenes like that. But I remember just being... Well, he was the lord of the Sith. (laughs) It was really cool. Um, And the other games that I want to talk to, and you guys interrupt me at any time, would be, like, the Tycoon games. Specifically, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Ah, I never played those. I I always saw, like, the box for that, and I'm like, I could do that. Never never got one. We played the one, um, not Tycoon, but... uh... Theme park. Right. Yeah, that's the one. I played that over at your place. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like the Tycoon games were a little more popular. Yeah. Yeah. But the Roller Coaster Tycoon, specifically, those games were so fun. You just you build your rides and play some, and you have to write, make the queue lines, and you had to do the sodas, and you had to have sanitation, you had to have engineers, you had to have mascots, the security, you had to put park benches, you had to have enough lighting. So playing that and game was like going to work. Yeah, but it was fun. Like you could, you would literally like, if you have a ride that was like a spinny ride or a big roller coaster, and people would come off the ride, they just start puking. <laughs> and then if you didn't have people uh, cleaning up there, it would become a chain reaction because people who weren't getting sick would just see the puke, but then they'd start puking, and yeah. stuff like that. And you can do the. Uh, the drinks, and you can every stand was customizable. Like, oh, put a lot of ice in there, so you save money on actual beverage dispensers, <laughs> right? And put extra salt on the French fries so they drink more soda. It was all this stuff. It was really cool. Jeez. Could you murder people by making faulty roller coasters? Yes, you could. <laughs> Sweet. And if you made the roller coaster like too gnarly, like people wouldn't go on it. So there was that whole... I don't know. I just found it as like one of the greatest games. I wish there would be like an updated version. Maybe there is. I can go find it. Or maybe get it on um, Steam or something, because I had a lot of fun playing that. Good old old games. So speaking of those, like Theme Park, I remember putting that back on my computer later on down the line, and the programming was so shoddy that you couldn't (laughs) even play it because the the CPU was so fast. Everything just happened like (laughs) the time would go by so quick and you couldn't do anything. (laughs) 
So I'm wondering if you could even play something like that, Jeff, if you got it on Steam. Well, well Steam takes care yeah. of the ports and stuff. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they can't sell you something that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how far back they go. Yeah. But Remember? even, I think Theme Park was like that, but I don't think Roller Coaster Tycoon was. Okay. Uh, by the way, the thing you were talking about, that's why they invented the turbo button. Yeah. So you can slow down. It was actually not to speed it up. It was actually to slow down your program so you could actually get in there and do stuff. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, I remember also playing SimCity 2000 a lot. Is that the one? Oh, yeah. Yep. So that was supposed to take place in the year 2000, right? In the Probably. year 2000. Yeah, that was awesome. Is that the one Are where you, Godzilla I, attacked? I think, you start, I think it, you started off in the year 2000. And then, you know, how you kept advancing through time, and then all of a sudden you had, like, cold fusion and whatnot, fusion plants. But that game was really fun. I remember the graphics being really cool on that. Yeah, you can zoom in pretty good. Get down to, like, 800 by 600 resolution, <laughs> whatever nice. it was. To do your plumbing. Yeah. That just reminded me, there was another game. Did you guys ever play Dungeon Keeper? I did not. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was kind of like a take on your typical RTS, but with a different spin. And now I'm trying to think about it. But basically, you're building. You'd map out a zone. Oh, I remember anyway, you okay. this. Didn't that have T3 yeah. also? <laughs> no, not that I can remember. You just have these little imps, and you can map out. Okay, this is a torture zone. This is a treasure room. This is a. Um, I don't know, a, a, a training center or whatever. And then you have your minions go dig, and you have a, you're, you're like God, you have this hand, and you can just start slapping your minions around. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> eventually your guys would attack, you go attack other dungeons and stuff. But then what a the really cool feature was, you could inhabit, as being God, you could inhabit one of your, your minions, and all of a sudden it turned into a first-person game. And you could run around in your little dungeon that you created. Nice. It was really fun. Yeah, Jeff used to play all these weird games, and I'd be like, what the fuck are you playing? I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Now that, that recalls a flashback. I remember the hand hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got hand. Yeah, and like back then, because we were trading with our friends and stuff at school and everything, like you'd have so many games, you'd give them a try at least, and then, oh, this sucks. I don't want to play it. And then also, this is another crooked thing. We started buying games every once in a while. Like, we bought Return to Zork and Command and Conquer. But then, um, they stopped a lot. Oh, wait, what was it? We would buy them and return them. They're like, oh, no, we can't return games anymore. Because obviously, you're just copying them and returning them. But then when CD-ROMs came out, they allowed you to return them because you couldn't copy CD-ROMs at first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then uh, a friend of ours had the, like, one of the very first CD ROM uh, CD writers, and so we would go buy we go to Comp USA, buy a game, return it or record it, return it. We do this like every day. We for one purchase, we got like eight games out of it. Comp USA, hey, Comp USA. That, that's where first two computers came from. <laughs> Actually, no, Comp USA was the first, and then Best Buy was for the second. Best Buy, really? That they were around back then? Yeah. So you got ripped uh, off twice, Scott. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. We got our first one at the Anaheim, at Anaheim, Anaheim Stadium Computer Show. Yeah. And then after that, we pretty much just built our computers. Parts. 
computer shows and stuff. Remember we bought that computer and we brought it home and the freaking monitor didn't work? Yeah, I do remember oh, that. Man, sunshine. That was, yeah, sunshine. I would talk about depressing. <laughs> you, you drove out to like Pomona or something. Yeah, Walnut. Yeah. And got the got a replacement. That sucked. So I'll have you know, I still have that sunshine box. And it has Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain in it. <laughs> Epic. It'll keep them protected. Oh. Yeah, it was. We came home. And luckily, our friend Brian had an extra monitor, so we used oh, his yeah. for the day or two. And then when our mom had time, she drove us out there, and we got it replaced. That's why I forgot about that. Um, and then made tacos. Uh, <laughs> and made tacos. Oh, the other game, we kind of mentioned Mist, but that game was freaking legendary back in the day just looking yeah. stunning it would just be a static screen really beautiful screen you had to like f- solve the puzzle on the screen and hopefully you had the item that you could solve it with and stuff. <laughs> really cool do you guys still remember the code in the fireplace to get to the end <sighs> no I don't even know what you're talking about it's yeah, like right talk- in like one of the first couple of rooms you can bring down like this thing that kind of looked like, the way I remember it is this thing came down from the fireplace and it looked like Minesweeper, but you had to push the boxes in a certain pattern and it was really complicated and then it would just take you to the uh, spoilers, to the ending where you had to choose one of the three books. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> nice. So I remember Brian showing me that. It was like, oh, I could just beat the game right now. Check this out. <laughs> I, I do remember Miss had, had like one of the first like uh, mock video game sequels. You know, there's been like Scary Movie or whatever. Oh yeah, or, or all those stupid movies. There was one called Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this. It had uh, John Goodman in it. And yeah, I was just like, I guess it was making fun of Mist. I, I never actually played it, but <laughs> I imagine it didn't make much money. So what I remember from Mist, and this is me being a techno techno nerd, whatever you want to say, we got our um, multimedia kit or whatever. And my dad did not trust me to install it at the time, so we took it to Fry's or whatever, and they installed it. And they all they did is like put a new copy of Windows on, which is, this is Windows three one still. Messed everything up, but um, that's another story. Anyway, I try to run Mist, and it's like not enough memory. I'm like crap, and it's like if you want to do this, you have to create. Basically, you have to create a um, virtual memory. But this is different than MemMaker. So actually, I don't. Now I'm questioning what MemMaker was actually a virtual memory or not, or if it was just um, using something else. Anyway, I had to create virtual memory. It's like okay, so I follow the instructions, and it's like oh. You have a um, compressed disk. So back in the day, <laughs> instead of compressing individual files on your computer, you just compress your whole hard drive. And there was a way was Windows 6.1 allowed you to do that. Stack, I think. Was it Stack or Stacker? I don't remember. So you can't uh, make, create a virtual disk space with st- um, a stack drive. You have to undo it. I'm like, okay. So I go to undo it. Oh, you have to run a check disk before you can undo it. I run check disk. And these operations all take like hours. <laughs> I run check disk. Oh, you had some problems. You need to run check disk with the slash fix uh, parameter or whatever. 
run check this, but I mean, this took all night, and finally I was like, okay, I got fixed all the bugs or the disk problems, then I was able to uncompress it, and then I had to defrag it, and then finally oh, I was able defrag. to... <laughs> and then I had to... Uh, finally able to... I remember this took forever. I just the thing was, you old, were playing yeah. Mist the whole time. No, I could <laughs> You jerk. No, he's saying that's part of the puzzle. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Funny guy. Mm-hmm. Missed. Beer break. Woo. Yeah, me too. Finally. What that hours ago. So, um, Brian, where are you? <laughs> I don't know. You gotta find me. I'm running around the world committing crimes. Do it, Rockapella. <laughs> All right, Gumshoes. Bon voyage. Warrant. <laughs> warrant the warrant robot reporting for duty, Gumshoe. <laughs> yes. Game is awesome. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, in junior high, you had to read a certain amount of books to be allowed to play computer games in the computer lab. Yeah. Remember we get there early, Alex, and play it? Mm-hmm. I, I never... I, it was never Jakarta. <laughs> Did anyone? It's not a game, Scott. What? Huh? Jakarta's not a game. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I thought I heard Scott say you weren't playing Jakarta. I said it. It was never Jakarta. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're looking for her? Did anyone ever catch her? I. Oh, I never did. Okay. I. Yeah. Played it at home. Like. Really. It, probably one out of every three or four times. She got away with it most of the time. Okay. A lot of the time it was just dumb luck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you had to be quick, right? And um, yeah, I was lucky. Just cut her damn henchman all the time. Yeah. yeah. So this was a TV show too, right? This was like right after my time. This is more your guys' stuff. Yeah. Well, they had like Cartoon the all and a pure TV and game show. The original was just like pure text, mm-hmm. and then updated versions added like voice and video and stuff. Was but was there not a show? Was, and then, yeah, there was the show that was like a game show, like right, okay. geography <laughs> game show for kids. Yeah, with, with a red acapella group. Yep. <laughs> and Robin Quivers is the host. <laughs> not her, but I, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. But that girl you're thinking about is in the Warriors. She is the uh, radio announcer. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull this name out. Was it? I don't know the name of her. I could. I wouldn't even be able to confirm it, but I know it's the same girl, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah. Can you dig it? It was not solely from Commando either. I'm going to say it was CCH Pounder. <laughs> Jesus. What? Be serious, oh, Scott. That's a porn name. <laughs> CCH Pounder, starring in the Pipe Fitters Union. Three. Three. Yeah, starting in Command and Conquer 3. Listen up. Yeah, so during the break, uh, Scott found a picture from Command and Conquer 3. Apparently, uh, J.D. McCarthy and lots of hot girls are in it. We don't remember this game, but in, we wish you would have played it. In lingerie. <laughs> yeah, yes. Jeebus. I didn't know that was the, that. that's what the game was about. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently it is. I, I, Sorry, speaking of kind of... Minor porn in video games. What about Leisure Suit Larry? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. 
<laughs> playing, I don't remember playing all the way through those, but playing through, partly through one of them anyways. So this is what I was going to bring up, but it just reminded me of it. So because we didn't buy a lot of our games and they were copies or they were cracked or whatever, there was a lot of times you'd be playing a game and you'd get like halfway through it and it just would stop working because you had some messed up copy of it or whatever. <laughs> and Leisure Suit Larry was definitely one of those. And it's like, God damn it, I was going to see boobs! <laughs> yeah, even though they're cartoon boobs. Yeah. And they weren't either. I think that was the whole point of the game. He never got to see anything anyway. I think. I never played the games because they were always uh, <laughs> crashing on us. But I definitely remember all, so many games, and that one in particular. Like, you'd go, you'd do, all of a sudden you'd just be bounced back to the DOS prompt or something, and it'd be like, red valid command, or I don't remember the actual error numbers and stuff, but that was part of the fun of getting games. Yep. <laughs> Alex, what? remember the game we used to play all the time at my house? The Mario Kart ripoff where you shot hedgehogs at people? Oh, that one sounds familiar, but no, I'm thinking about the Worms. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, it was Worms. That was fun. It yeah, was, it was pretty awesome. Basically, kind of like, uh, remember that old game where you were a tank? You had two tanks, and you'd try to shoot each other. You know, they had the trajectory right. Yes. <laughs> it was a, basically an updated version of that type of game, right, Alex? If I yeah. remember correctly, yeah. Yeah. There was just a free version that you could download on Xbox One, actually. For really? A new Worms game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember there being lots of those games, like, over time. I think that was a series that kind of stuck around. Yeah. Those are fun. Um, yeah, those are fun. Speaking of um, awesome games that had pretty sick graphics were all the Don Bluth animated games like Dragon Slayer and Eight Space Ace. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah. Those aren't PC games, though. Yeah, they were. They were in the arcades. Well, Dragon Slayer was, but Space Ace I only played on the PC. It was in the arcades, too. Oh, was it? Mm. Yeah. So, so, but so, yeah, they were always cool games, but yeah. like so, so let's get in the animated ones here a little bit. Those little bit past Seventh Guest and and that weird racing game I had that came with it. I don't know you guys remember that one. Um, it's like 3D. But anyways. Uh, Moto Racer. It might have been. Uh, <laughs> Sam and Max Hit the Road. I was just going to... Yeah, that was awesome. That... that <laughs> I I don't want to quite say it was life-changing, but... <laughs> that yeah. that was the first time I ever really like loved a PC game. Was that, that was a puzzle game. puzzle game, right? Yeah, that was definitely a, a puzzle game. Click and yeah, click and puzzle adventure. adventure. Yeah, point and click. But uh, they go they go where you where you click or whatever, right? Yeah, you examine stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And you had the inventory and Luke the LucasArts ones for that were amazing. So you had, yeah, back in the day, yeah, Sam Max at the Road, Day of the Tentacle, uh, probably my all time favorite, Full Throttle. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played that one. I haven't played any Simon Maxes. I should yeah. go back and get them. Yeah, they have the, the newer Simon Maxes, which are really good. But um, yeah, Simon Max at the Road, Full Throttle, Day of the Tentacle, like I said, all really good. I got hooked on point and clicks with uh, Monkey Island that you mentioned before. Yeah. So Please. the first PC one of that was Curse of Monkey Island. Was that Monkey Island Three? Yeah. With uh, uh, not Emmanuel Lewis, the other guy. <laughs> Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Hey, Gary Coleman was in it, yes. Yeah. God, we're so bad. <laughs> There's Lawrence Fishburne, sorry. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Alex, yeah, had, you was... 
That was an awesome game. It was, you had to seemingly collect a bunch of just random crap, and then some of the puzzles made sense, and some just <laughs> were like, okay, I guess I put the gumball here, and for some reason the barber gives me the next clue. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were always the scripts for those games were always amazing. Yeah, then. Yeah, I remember we played Sam and Max Hit the Road. I think we had that one, but I remember more like Simon's Quest. Is that what it's called? King's Quest. King's Quest. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Castlevania. Sorry. Yeah. There's, there's King's yeah. Quest, uh, Bard's Tale. But there were like eight, or twelve. I don't know how many King's Quest there were. There were tons of those. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of. I think a remake just came out recently, right? For King's Quest. Oh, really? Well, those those were kind of fucked up because even though they were like a point-and-click adventure game, stuff would happen and you'd miss it and you wouldn't be able to beat the game. <laughs> I never I, mean, I never beat any of them, so yeah. maybe I missed everything. Those things were tough. <laughs> they were. They were incredibly tough. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk. I mean, we can still talk about some more games, but I want to talk about, like, all right, you got stuck on a game. What do you do? You don't go on the internet and look for the answer. You go to Micro Center or Fry's and read the strategy guides, right? That was the one thing that we did. We did for Return to Zork, yeah. that was the one where we would go and <laughs> go there and like we got stuck so we'd read how to solve it and we didn't want to read too far in advance because we wanted to try to solve it, but if we got stuck we didn't want to have to drive all the way back out. And I, I the one Sorry, there's one thing where you had to milk the cow. And we knew we had to milk the freaking cow. We needed to give milk to somebody. And we had, there was a cow, and his udders were clickable, and we had a jar. And every time you go to click, click the udders, it would, like, the cow would kick you and you die. You're like, God damn it. And we go, we went and looked, and that was the one where it's like, you have to get some hay, and you have to light a fire, and you have to warm your hands with the fire first, and then you can milk the cow. Yeah. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Farmers do it every day. <laughs> you I put a fire that. next to a cow to warm their Jeff should stay away from far- farmersonly.com. <laughs> Farmer's daughters. <laughs> you don't have to be. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how did you guys... That- I remember that one specifically, uh, talking to friends. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't. You just get stuck, and hopefully someone at school or yeah. or on your on your baseball team or somebody knew it because yeah, you were not figuring it out, and there was no way to Nintendo Powerline. Well, I was going to say for Nintendo you had that, but for PC games there really wasn't anything else like that that I knew of anyway. PC Powerline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so the next thing I want to talk about, just to interrupt me, but um, was multiplayer. You got it. So, yep. Not and, and the first time you either dialed in to your oh, friend's geez. computer, or <laughs> you used GameSpy, or you brought your computer over to your friend's house and hooked it up to a LAN party, and use net, <laughs> use net buoy. <laughs> yes, the different protocols. IPs. Yes, exactly. Um, just all that. So I remember the first time trying to connect, same thing, my friend Brian dialing, and you had to do it all through the game, and it was a go into this, set your, like Brian said, your, it was IPX and NetBuoy, and <laughs> I think TCPIP was just starting. Like, it wasn't even a thing, really. And uh, 
it's just you dial in and it would like and you would do that you know everyone knows the sound and then you would see negotiating and just that connection failed fuck yeah. alright you try clicking this and like you have to have two phone lines because then you talk into them voice alright you try doing this I'm going to try doing this and it was a pain and when we find, I remember we finally got I think it was Doom 2 we finally got that networked It. I mean we started like at 8 o'clock at night and didn't get it started until like 11.30 or midnight. And we played and played and played. It was so fun playing, you know, full screen here. And he's over there playing together. And this and Doom 2, you know, Doom games were freaking awesome back then. Yeah. And it's big world and we're shooting stuff. And we're teaming up on this guy. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he, he tells me, like, because I think we were still, like, talking to each other too. So, like, I had... We had, like Brian mentioned, we had two phone lines in the house. So, like, I was talking to him on my parents' line and dialed in on the other one. And he's like, all right, I'll come pick you up in half an hour. I was like, pick me up? And it's like, because it was like 7 o'clock or 7.30 and school was going to start soon. And he was my ride to school. I was like, oh, my God, we've been playing all night. Jesus. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that someone picked up the phone line and the connection dropped. <laughs> Well, that always happened too. But no, that but that one Doom night, I definitely remember we played throughout the entire night. And he's like, "I'm gonna like be over soon. I'm gonna take a shower and go pick you up." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I remember staying up super late uh, playing StarCraft. That was that was the I first time you... I ever really did any competitive online gaming. Yeah, that you would, a lot of my you would, college nights. You you yeah, Jacob played that a lot too. I know. So cool. <laughs> just the concept at the time it was so novel. Just to get on your shitty yeah. <laughs> 8. 8.8. Go play with somebody else. Kill a refresh rate. Play with your friends. Yeah. Like I remember playing yeah. with against Chris on Warcraft two. I was just gonna say that. I remember yeah, you and Chris playing a lot. Yeah, I remember he, playing some Warcraft two. And he kicked the crap out of me every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he probably used cheat codes. Yeah. Maybe. Were you able to do Huh? I was, I was naming a cheat code. Uh, Today is a good day to die. Yeah. So I so speaking of Chris and let's talk mm. about maybe no maybe some <laughs> um, things you that were kind of myths about technology back in the days that you may have believed. One thing that comes to mind that I think I remember Chris saying was that if you had a thicker phone cable, you'd have a faster internet connection. (laughs) I don't remember that. Well, do you remember any things like that that you thought um, maybe were real? (laughs) Nothing's coming to mind. I'm sure I did, but nothing. And I'm sure sure freaking stores sold a thicker phone line for faster internet. (laughs) People bought it up. Of course, just like with HDMI cables and everything's like that. Yeah, uh, I, I it's not a myth, but something I got freaked out by the first time I went in a chat room. Stupid kid, like, just started telling people off in the chat room, and then somebody sent me a private message. I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? <laughs> All of a sudden, this other window popped up. It was like on America Online or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know how they did that. So you like closed everything, closed everything yeah. as fast as I could. Yeah. What was the private message? I it was I, well, I probably a- a- the, ASL. It's for now. It's it's like I get in there saying something like "fuck everybody in this room," and then somebody sent me a private message saying like, 
what was that bitch or something? Like that. I don't even remember. But like, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Closing this fast weekend. I thought they like were inside my computer. So I remember something similar like that happened to me too. And this was I was already in college, and I probably should have known better. I was I was early on in college. And I had just started working at Disneyland, and someone told me there was a message board online, and uh, for Disney, I don't even, something to do with Disney or whatever. And I was upset. I went on there. I'm like, ODV. I used to work in outdoor vending. ODV sucks. Blah 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 blah. You know, with some fake username or whatever. And then yeah, some guy emailed me from the thing. He's like, Hey, you should be more careful. Um, I know you work uh, for Disneyland. I know who you are, and they're gonna. They monitor this stuff, and you can get in trouble. Like, you don't know who I am or whatever. And then he flat out, like, isn't this you? And he had my my name, my email address, my IP address, oh, everything shit. on there. And I was just like, oh, yeah, no, my friends logged on to my computer, and they said that. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> the original, I got hacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally remember that. I was like, oh. And then I saw him at we like. I saw him at work because I knew who this guy was at work, and then I was, but we never mentioned it to each other. <laughs> I was like, man, pretty funny. <laughs> like, you could do that, all right? I gotta be more careful with my uh, trolling on here. How can you find that shit? Like, I don't understand science. Mm-hmm. He had this his gamer tag and his information. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> filled it out of my profile. Yeah. I was an idiot. My name is Jeff, and I work at Disneyland. And <laughs> this is my home address and, and my, my email. <laughs> and I just donated a bunch of money to set free a Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> so there was the dial-in mode that we're talking about, mm-hmm. and then the other thing that came up was uh, Spy GameSpy, which was kind of like the first oh, Xbox. Shit, I forgot about GameSpy. Yeah, like Xbox Live or whatever, and it yeah. was this third-party program, you'd do it, and it would know how to connect people for all these different types of games, and that was the first, like, real, when you're playing with these because you didn't know many people who had PC games, or like we said, you played with Chris and Brian and whatever, just a few of us. This is where you can actually go on and get into a real, uh, a Quake, oh, I don't know if maybe Quake, maybe that was a little pre, but like, play a game with like ten people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Once again, it never all never worked right out of the box. <laughs> oh god, yeah. But you set it up, you know. Eventually, over time, you'd figure it out. And I remember there's this one game called Sin. You remember this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the shooter. And uh, it was a first-person shooter, and I just remember playing lots of online with that, and it was so much fun. I don't remember why, but for some reason, that game sticks out. That and Rise of the Triad. That had a remake a couple years ago, too. familiar. <laughs> I played that over at your place. That sounds familiar. Yeah, just another another first-person shooter. I mean, they're all the same, but it was just had a little... I think the function keys allow you to, like, say certain things, like sneak up on somebody and go, like, behind you! Or, I don't remember, but... Um, yeah, I, don't, I had a lot of fun playing games like that. And then, like, Quake and... Um, what was the other one like that? Uh, Counter-Strike. Doom. Well, I guess Counter Strike. You're right. Like before Counter Strike, but yeah, where the games because you could they would do it. That's when TCBIP uh, was kind of Team Fortress had taken over, and it was a lot easier to connect. And yeah, yeah, and those games are always fun. And then yeah, like I totally forgot about Counter Strike. Yeah, that I guess is probably that might be the 
life-changing game, Scott. <laughs> it was that oh, one in Team yeah, no, was I, huge back then. Yeah, I, I, I put in a lot of time on Counter-Strike. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think almost everybody did Jesus. who played video games. It explains, it explains the anger of an entire generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boom, headshot! We're, we're both those Half-Life mods? They're, what? Yes. T- yeah. Counter-Strike and Team Fortress are both mods for Half-Life. Yeah. 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 D-Dust, dude. D underscore dust. D-Dust. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was the one. That's the one everyone wanted to play, and I would die five seconds into it. Like cheap-ass AK-47 headshots. <laughs> and, the, and the AWP is shot in the foot and died. Yeah, the op. Jeebus H. That thing killed. <laughs> I see D-Dust. your toe. You'd, sh- you'd shoot the guy, he'd jump over your bullet and just snipe you in midair. <laughs> It was it was all about playing the counter terrorist and then rushing the tunnel as fast as you could, mm-hmm. yeah. shooting blindly, and then at least killing one person before you died, because <laughs> cause then you would know that that person would be fucking pissed for the next ten. <laughs> yeah, you'd get inside their head. Yeah, they teabag you. Well, <laughs> as as long as you could like take somebody out before you died, then it was. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> I loved rushing in with like the heavy weapon. Like it was pretty much like a minigun, or the thing that Rambo uses in Rambo Three. Do you guys remember? I forgot who it was, but I think we were playing it on my at my house. Yeah. And someone um, changed yearbook photo. Yeah, my yearbook photo. <laughs> that was and made that the was, spray paint. Playing it at Romero's house. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah that was me and Romero that did that. <laughs> that was cool. Oh my <laughs> god! Spray painting your picture <laughs> your yearbook picture. <laughs> That was definitely uh, senior year. That was my senior year picture. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could put those goddamn spray paints. Ninety like, percent um, of them were were tits. Yep, <laughs> and then people would always die looking at them. The other the other nine percent were were penises. <laughs> oh man! And then that one percent was Brian. Yeah, that one percent was Brian. That was funny. I just remember that game is. The most time I ever spent was always in the loading screen because I would die instantly. So that's all I remember, just sitting there. Everyone's like dropping gun. You, I forgot. You, you know the numbers, right? You click like two, three, six. Yeah, he had a, yeah, he had, it was all muscle memory too because he had to get that shit yeah. fast. Yeah. And everyone's just sitting there and then everyone's just jumping and running and then you go to that tunnel area and then like half everyone half the people are dead like within the first five seconds. Jerry wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, <laughs> So then after GameSpy, well, not after, but during was also, like, LAN parties and stuff. I don't know if you guys did that as much did, as I did. LAN yep. did a few of those with Counter-Strike. Yeah. I was never getting pissed off in real life <laughs> doing that. Yep. Because people would, like, ghost on that, too. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, you don't get to tell people where other people are when you're dead, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the same room. I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember bringing my computer over to... Uh, is it Ginny and Glenn's, Alex? Oh, yeah. And we'd play uh, probably Counter-Strike, Robotech, maybe X-Wing. I don't remember now. Uh, uh, Mech Warrior was badass. Oh, that's what, oh, it, yeah. that's what I meant. If, if you had a Mech cool, Warrior. if you had a good joystick, mm-hmm. yeah. like, that game was pretty rad. That's what I meant, Mech Warrior. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, and this is not. You didn't just bring your laptop over, kids. Everything. No. This is this is bringing your CRT monitor, yeah. which was extremely bulky and heavy, and your case, your giant case, and your keyboard, and your mouse, and your speakers, and Power your cables. <laughs> yeah. Cables. Oh my god. It was, but it was fun when you finally got set up, and you actually had more than like you had like four more people there. It was the best. Mm-hmm. And the. Uh, all right, we're going to stop for a pizza break. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was so lame. It was like, oh, we got to go to 7-Eleven and get some Slurpees and some Funyuns. <laughs> um, Keep playing. <laughs> the One of the – Command and Conquer, I think it was Red Alert, the Red Alert version. That was one that we would play all the time at our LAN parties. And I had – at that time, my 46 was becoming old already, and it was like the oldest computer of our friends. And the game speed would slow down to the slowest person <laughs> connected. So everyone would always team. Yeah, they would always team up and eliminate me first. Because as soon as my <laughs> game, I was eliminated from the game, it like the game sped up by like four times or whatever. I was always getting. I was so mad. I was like one of the reasons that forced me. Like I eventually went. I went from a forty-six to a Pentium two, I think, or I don't even remember, Triple but something speed. like that. Oh, it was. Oh, they were so fun. And it would be like, although half the time it was someone didn't have the game, and now they're installing it and going through the troubleshooting issues. That, yeah, you get ten people together. <laughs> it's guaranteed that somebody wouldn't get the game running. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's network cables everywhere. And I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I definitely remember the first few times, especially. I didn't. I went over to my friends. I hadn't seen them in a while. And, all of a sudden, they're like, "Yeah, we network a game. Network a game. What is that?" And they show me, and like, that looks like a thick phone cable. What is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw an Ethernet. See, it was fa- and it was faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they showed me that like, you got to bring your computer over. I'm like, bring my computer over. What the hell? And I remember like asking permission from my parents because it was a, even though it was in my room, it was a family computer, and they let me, and I brought it over, and they. My friends opened it up and threw the, uh, uh, I think it was a 10 megabit card in there or whatever, and uh, good times were had. We had Red Alert, Warcraft 2, um, some different different racing games. Not too many first-person shooters back then. I mean, later on, it would be like Quake and stuff, but not too many of those. Um, some, maybe like a Rainbow Six game of some oh, kind. Man, those are awesome. Those are the scariest games, I thought, Rainbow Six. The most re- they were like the first realistic shooter game. Yeah, I remember playing that a little bit and <laughs> getting killed because it was like what? And I had to you know choose which team I was going to play as for the infiltration and then oh my first guy's got a lockpick, lockpick the door that took forever and then okay finally inside and bam the leader gets killed and <laughs> there's always three in a group <laughs> so you'd control the guy in front. Oh my gosh, my team always got systematically dismantled by the terrorists. Yeah, it's also one of those games too where like for some reason you only take one bullet. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I have a Wait a minute. I should I should survive yeah. at least for like three or four bullets. But uh, nope. Yeah, and for me it was all that time and then as we then I kind of discovered EverQuest, and that kind of like was the only game I played forever. And then Girl. since then, it's pretty much just been, yeah, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, not for us. Too. <laughs> yeah. 
I played a little bit of World of Warcraft, and then, but not much, and then not games for a while. Then I got into Xbox 360. It's kind of when I got back into games on the console and stuff. But yeah, it was good times back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Um, well, uh, that's that. I uh, just want to mention a couple other games. Uh, yeah. At least one. Uh, I know Jeff's read Ready Player One. Yep. There, there was an actual kind of game for the '96 uh, called Treasure, Treasure Quest, uh, which I had, and the idea was that if anybody solved it, you get a million bucks in real life. Um, but yeah, it was kind of the same setup. You had to find all these clues in the game, and it required a shitload of research. Uh, except, you know, there was no like real online community at that point. I'm sure there were people that that had like the old IRCs or whatever the that would talk about it, but yeah, I, re- I remember actually going to the library to like look stuff up for this game. Uh, wow, I that sounds familiar. The name anyway, but I didn't know there was actual uh, reward. Did anyone ever get it? Yeah, there was a, there was a little controversy over it, but uh, yeah, like the, right. one guy, like one guy actually solved it, but he didn't turn in the form correctly apparently. So he didn't win it, and then somebody, and somebody else won it. But his the the winning person's name was an anagram for end prize. So, mm. so they're not sure what what went on there exactly. Um, end prize, I don't get it. Well, the, like P Dresden, D R E I Z E N, is an anagram for end prize. Enterprise end. Prize. So it's probably Enterprise. the company that oh. put out the game that faked the person to win the million bucks. It's possible. Yeah. But anyways, I, I do remember playing that, thinking there's an interesting concept that <laughs> you get money in real life for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's very much like... You can uh, never you sure? money just playing video games. Yeah. Sure it wasn't Artemis and um, <laughs> the dude? No. Uh, Artemis. Art- Art- Artemis and... Uh, Justin Bailey. Always Sunny? It's not, but that's the only reason I remember. I remember her <laughs> name only because it's from Always Sunny, but that's not the one from Always Sunny. Yeah. I forgot the main character's name, but I remember his the girl's name, and that's Artemis. <laughs> I have a bleached asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he around, was going to find yeah, out. Don't go around telling people we have bleached assholes. They were going to find out. <laughs> then you, you're, you're saying, Brian, sorry. Oh, um, I forgot what I was going to say. More really, all I guess, along the lines of technology, like finally, kind of towards the late 90s, when people maybe, or households, maybe started having more than one PC in the house. And just getting them to share an internet connection was kind of a pain in the ass because home routers really hadn't taken off yet. Right, Jeff? I remember we were, I think we had two network cards. Or your computer had two network cards, and then that's how we got my computer on the internet. Do you remember something like that? I, I don't remember that. I know that... We had a cable running between our computers. I definitely remember that. There was no router. It was just straight. It was a crossover cable crossover yeah. <laughs> under yeah. the house between our computers so we can play games. But I don't remember how we, we shared the internet. Because that was before the internet, I guess. I, I don't remember... I thought yours was the server, and you just shared it, like back to the day. And, and then I remember you going, "Oh, because I was going to a computer show," and you're like, "Pick up this thing called the router." 
<laughs> I was like, okay. And I bought one. It was awesome. <laughs> Again, I think that was BK telling us what to do. Well, yeah, he got a job at a place called Routerware. And he's like, <laughs> and we're like, what do they do there? He's like, I don't know. And we're like, the only routers. <laughs> we thought they were like wood routers because that's the only thing we knew was like a wood shop. Yeah. What does that do with computers? You go like round corners and wood? What the hell? <laughs> And then he came back and was like, oh, routers are these things. And then he explained to him, like, oh, well, that makes more sense for a tech company. Yeah. <laughs> and then one last story um, kind of related to the, all this. Um, Here it is. It was night. What? Oh, you got Jeff banned from the <laughs> <laughs> No, I laughed. I laughed um, last week when I read, listened to that, or this week, whenever I listened to it. But yeah, that did happen. That was funny. Um, <laughs> Wasn't it called Bats? Was that the one? No, that was a different one. Oh, whatever. It's another one you got kicked out of because of Brian. <laughs> it was a different BBS. It wasn't a different pirate board. Um, no, anyways, I remember uh, my senior year of high school, and um, Alex invited me to some um, bowling thing, an overnight bowling thing, and then afterwards everyone stayed the night. And this is actually where I ended up meeting my current, my wife. Mm-hmm. Um and but it was funny because everyone after the bowling they were all going over to stay at like it was like a sleepover thing or something. And I'm like, Nope, can't go, I gotta go to the computer show tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. I don't know if you guys have any other like kind of stories like that where you're just totally into computers and um, I stayed and made out with my girlfriend. Yeah, I know. I mean this is I met my <laughs> this girl who I liked a lot. I'm like, Nope, nope, I'm not gonna stay at the same place you're going to be. I have to go to a computer show tomorrow morning. <laughs> you just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it worked out both ways, I think. Yeah. Nothing like that from you guys. <laughs> um, no, I'd rather touch boobies. <laughs> I, don't think I, also, so. I also remember being at one time over at Chris's house and I think you guys are going to be drinking or something. And I'm and I'm like, nah, I got to go to... And again, the same thing. I'm getting my computer tomorrow. Or no, I think I just bought a computer and I wanted to go home and play with it. So I'm like, I'm not staying with you guys. I'm going home and play with my computer. We made yeah. out with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything like that, but I don't know if you remember this, Brian. Like one time I was was playing EverQuest like really late at night. And I think Omi was over. So like you were staying in my bedroom... I want to say it was this. Maybe not. I don't know. And I'm playing, and Dad comes in. He's like, turn off the computer. You know. Uh, I was like, okay. And then, um, whatever. He went in the room, and I I pretended to do it. And as soon as he left, I got back in, and I was playing EverQuest. (laughs) And then I'm playing, and all of a sudden, there's like this big earthquake. I was like, oh, crap. And then all of a sudden, I hear my dad is like wandering around the house. I'm like, crap. So I turn off the monitor, and I jump in bed. And then he's like, you awake? Did you feel that? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so you're right? I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of nervous. Can I play video games? And he's like, yeah, that's all right. You can play. <laughs> well, I guess I slept through that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if. I know there was a couple times where, like, yeah, you'd be in the room because Omi was over, but I, that might not have been it. But I definitely remember, like, yeah, I'm kind of nervous or scared. Can I play video games? <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Anything else? Um, just, just just to finish this up, uh, yeah. what 
was everybody's favorite game from the 90s there? PC game. EverQuest. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> if you had to pick a second one for the people that yeah, okay. EverQuest, that... uh, yeah. what, might, what might you go with? TIE Fighter. Counter-Strike. Oof. Yeah, I, I would still choose TIE Fighter, but that's close. Yeah, I don't know. Man, single, all right, single player, TIE Fighter, multiplayer, Counter-Strike. Yeah. I'd I'd go with uh, probably Counter Strike. Close second would be uh, Full Throttle, which I mentioned earlier. And then if I was uh, if I'm cheating, The Longest Journey, which came out in 1999, but wasn't released in the U.S. until 2000. Oh, uh, that game is awesome. Well, EverQuest didn't come out until 99, right, Jeff? Yeah, I think 99. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Too many games to pick. Probably the probably pick one. probably the same as Jeff. I remember playing X Wing a lot, and I don't think I played Counter Strike till a little later. Uh, Jedi Knight. Jedi Knight was fun, but I think it might have been later. That's right, Dark Forces and Jedi Knight. Those games are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof! Forgot about those. And and none of this is to say that I didn't love the hell out of StarCraft and Warcraft Two. Those are on my all-time list. Yeah, it's this is like more like genre. It's like with movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you pick your favorite favorite RTS, your favorite shooter, your favorite whatever sim. So yeah, those are all, there's so many. I mean, you could probably you probably all have the same top five or whatever at least in in those games. Yep, mm-hmm. so good. Video games have come a long way, and not really. Video games have turned into movies. There are these super expensive things, so they have to remake and sequelize everything so they guarantee to get their money back. Hence, Call of Duty and Halo and yeah. whatever. But all right, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> I really don't have anything other than um, I guess Force Friday came and went, and I didn't get anything. Yay! But um, <laughs> small victory. Yes, it was <laughs> big victory. Um, some of the things were pretty cool. I saw a little remote control, like clo- uh, drone of a Millennium Falcon, and oh, did did you order BB-8? No, I didn't order BB-8, but that was uh, pretty cool. I saw I saw him running around or whatnot, rolling around. I guess mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, and the book, I haven't. I'm going to get it. I'm going to start. Well, I'm not, not going to read it, but I'll listen to it. The aftermath. <laughs> that I'm looking forward to that. And that's supposed to take place between Return of the Jedi and the new movie, so it's kind of supposed to set some stuff up. So, Spoilers. Yeah. Han Solo's no will end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually talked about. It. They just. Put on for pre-sale the new the soundtrack for the new movie, and everyone's already talking about oh it's going to be uh, BB-8's Noble End or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're releasing it the same day they released the movie, so yeah. yeah so hopefully they learn from their <laughs> mistakes. Uh, that's that's it. I haven't been watching anything new. I just watching YouTube videos, and I've been watching old YouTube videos of Disneyland for some freaking reason. That's entered my uh, watch list and. So the whole Force Friday, what is that? They just started selling the toys for the new movie. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was at Target today, and um, I walked by, and there was a giant Chewbacca. And you walked by it, and it just went, 
would have scared the yeah. crap out of me. <laughs> they were I was giving, not expecting that. They were giving away free lunchboxes for kids. Did you get one? No, this is just right before the we started recording. I had to get a new headset, but yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was this morning. Okay. That's cool. But yeah, they got some pretty cool, pretty cool merch. So, just Brian, remember this story when like the Phantom Menace came out, and I was going to buy the toys, and I was hanging out in the toy aisle, and these. <laughs> yeah, he's not a cop. <laughs> yeah, there was. I mean, I was not old, but I wasn't. I was older than most. I was old, too old to be in the toy aisle. I would have been what is that ninety nine? So I would have been twenty years old, twenty two years old, and <laughs> and. Uh, I was in the toy aisle of Target, and all of a sudden I hear these younger kids like, oh, look at that guy. Like, he's not undercover. <laughs> First of all, why would a cop be undercover in a toy store? I don't know. Like, security? I'm not a cop. Stupid but... kids. <laughs> like, but I, th- I guess they thought I was an undercover security guard, or because no one that old would be hanging out in the toy aisle. <laughs> that joke's on them. I got a 12-inch Jar Jar Binks doll, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it for me scott okay uh real quick um just some reviews here i watched the expendables 3 because <laughs> apparently i don't like myself very much because oh, it was reason... awesome you suck <laughs> it was terrible no way <laughs> and i enjoyed the first two so it's not like that you know what they're going for is lost on me it just there was so much Bad stuff going on with it. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, is not yeah, a good actor. <laughs> and if not for her, Kellen Lutz would have been the worst part of, of that movie. He's freaking. Uh, Who? That guy's the, the the big guy that had the the problem with authority figures that rides the motorcycle everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ugh. Between, like, they just got too much screen time. Uh, I don't know. And then Harrison Ford mumbling through his, his lines. <laughs> well, that's just... Uh, he's now doing... He's like walking now. Yeah, I guess. And then Arnie saying all of his old, all of his old lines in, like, in the span of oh, five minutes. That was the best. <laughs> I, I, admit, I admit I laughed, but then I was like, I hate myself for laughing at that. <laughs> so cool. Come on, the the first, the, yes, the first five minutes, there's like a hundred kills. That's awesome. I, what do you expect? You expect you to win? What, I don't understand what you want from this movie. It's just, like, I didn't even think the action was that good. Yeah. It's all like, it's just all a bunch of explosions and which is... Deaths. I mean, what else do you want? Uh, the, I don't think it was filmed very well. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, Colonel Sandals. Mama's right. <laughs> Something wrong with you, my dude, but I'm <laughs> He's right. Also, oh, I don't, so you saw it. Uh, am I wrong? Or did Jet Li look like he was about to die? <laughs> yeah, he looked awful. He looked, yeah. fucking, he looked awful. But Dolph like Lundgren always looks terrible. Yeah, Dolph looks like that permanently, but... Mm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh... I, I did. I did like the the Wesley Snipes joke about how he was put in jail for tax evasion. Oh God, I cringed. That's the one part I cringed at. 
Uh, it made him sad. It's funny. He's like he's like a big part of it for the first ten minutes or so, and then he's hardly in it at all after that. Yeah. Well, I was laughing because it's so bad when they they have the montage of all the all the guys after they they've been retired, like how they're all depressed. And then there's like Wesley Snipes in the hotel room. I'm like, we were just introduced to this guy, and all of a sudden he's like, we're getting his like sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. His sad sob story. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that. Maybe the fourth one pulls it around. <laughs> Brings it all together. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a setup movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's left? They could throw in this movie. Seagal? Machete? You get, yeah, why isn't Danny, Danny Trejo in these? Danny Trejo. Trejo. Robocop? Mel Gibson? Yeah, Peter Weller. Michael Ironside. Oh, Ironside, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Tim the Cool Man Taylor. <laughs> Arsenio Hall. <laughs> okay. Charles S. Dutton. All right, Alex. Why? <laughs> Having stars from the 90s that I remember. What else did you see? Queen Latifah. All right. Uh, finished up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the second season, I enjoyed it. I recommend it. It's lighter fare if you're just kind of looking for something to watch. Uh, it got pretty good towards the end, I would say. I'm looking forward to next season, uh, which I think is the end of this month, actually. Ming mm, Now When. Ming Now When. And uh, the other girl. I can't remember her name right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we lost Jeff, by the way. Uh, he tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm <laughs> ignoring you guys. Yeah, and then finally, I, I purchased Metal Gear Solid Five, Phantom Pain. They just started it up, and it's all kinds of fucked up. So <laughs> I thought you, I thought you said you weren't going to buy that one. Hmm? I don't know. Maybe something else. Uh, it the opening forty five minutes are pretty cool, confusing as shit. As well, it wouldn't be a Metal, Metal Gear yeah, Solid game. It's a Kojima production. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's pretty rad. Yeah, so I'm hoping the rest of the game lives up to that. We'll see. And that's my news. Scott, you piece of shit. Get Destiny and play with us. Yeah. I already have it. I'm not double dipping. Play with your friends. I have it on the PS4. Just trade it in. Well, that was stupid of you. You, got... no, it's you guys all started playing it like a month after that shit came out. Yeah, and? <laughs> I bought it when it came out. That was stupid. Yeah. Uh, you don't and punish actually, us for your mistake. you guys. And I had it the first <laughs> week it came out. Too. Okay, oh. you guys all buy a PS4 and play with me. No. Nah, yours is like the you. cheaper option. Yeah. yeah. Just trade it in. Whatever. Alex, news. <laughs> Scott, go to goddamn Apple and give us a review and get an Xbox One video game. Yeah. Scott, Alex, go. Speaking of old video games, Mega Man, Mega Man movie is in the works. Oh, God. Unfortunately, it's from Fox Studios, so... So it'll they, be good. If they put as much attention as they did to the X-Men and Wolverines movies, we should be getting a steaming pile. I thought you liked the X-Men movies. And I think... Three and then the Wolverine movies put together, ugh. The second okay. Wolverine yeah, but, movie is okay. Yeah, it's all right. No, wait, the second one? No. Yeah. That was bad. No. 
It's, I mean, it's better than the first, but... It's, it's not still, bad. It's, it's not, bad. It's not... I wouldn't necessarily call it good, but it's not bad. I would not call it good. I'd call it okay. I would not. You fight stitches. <laughs> but anyways... Yeah, they're not going to give us the Deadpool or the Apocalypse money that a Mega Man movie deserves, so... <laughs> I don't think a Mega Man money deserves anything, so... Sure it does. If they made it an animated feature, that'd be awesome, but I don't think they will. Anyways, that's my news. Mega Man movie, coming out. Don't look forward to it. Mega Man. I think it's going to be impossible to make, just like it was impossible to beat. Sadio. All right, uh, Brian. All right, so I have something to kind of tie this all into a nice little bouquet of roses. So I was at VMworld um, this past week, and... Uh, what does that stand for? Uh, it's, it's a convention put on by VMware. And so the CEO of VMware, is his name is Pat Gelsinger, who pretty much was the lead architect for the 486 uh, processor that we were talking about earlier. It's triple the speed of the Pentium. Yes. No, it was before the penny, I'm idiot. Um, what a moron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At any rate, that talk about what I talk about, but I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. He was cool. Um, on Thursday, um, the general session um, was about like AI and whatnot and kind of more neurological studies. And it, it was an hour session broken into three parts. The first one was from this chick from Stanford. Um, if you guys want to look this up, her name's Fifi Lee. And so her whole thing is on computer vision, which if you guys don't know what that is, pretty cool. It's basically computers recognizing pictures and it's, um, Oh, is it like the same program that you tell it to search for something and then it melds a bunch of different pictures together? So it looks really warped. No, it's like, it'll look at a picture and tell you what's in it. What the fuck are you talking about? Alex? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. (laughs) No, there's this AI thing that it's way over my head but it comes out with some really creepy pictures no it's just like like you can show a picture a you know a picture of a cat uh, a cat to a computer right to a or ai thing and it'll know it's a cat if it's like in a certain position because this is the way they used it used to kind of say okay it has two eyes a circle blah blah blah. anyhow but if a cat's in a certain another position it might not know what it is so anyhow this girl um figured out like oh well if a normal three-year-old who knows obviously what a cat is has seen you know, basically, however many images your brain captures as, you know, a millisecond, <clears throat> that's how much a baby has learned in three years. And so she decided to um, basically just uh, create this thing called ImageNet. And they just started downloading all these pictures from the Internet and started categori- categorizing them. And they put it into this algorithm and whatnot. And now computers can they do pretty pretty good job at um, determining what's in a picture. But now they're trying to... Um, Say, okay, not only what's in the picture, but can you describe it? Not just say, oh, here's a dog, a person, or whatever. It's going to be like, oh, there's a happy kid sitting with a dog type thing. Anyhow, it was kind of cool. And then it went into this guy named Greg Gage, who he's a neuroscientist, and his whole thing is he created this company called Backyard Brains or something like that. And he's like, everyone knows like a lot about the heart and other or- organs, but not many people know about the brains because in order to, to know about the brain, you kind of have to become pretty much like a neuroscience because the tools that you need to use um, are only accessible if you have like a PhD or whatever. Anyhow, he created this little box and he demonstrated this on stage, which is awesome. That's why I want to talk about it. 
he hooked up um, basically these little sensors to this lady, and um, uh, other pairs. Like a magic act? Did you, no. I need a volunteer from the audience. Basically, what I'm saying is this girl. He turned this guy into a puppet based on this little tiny machine that this guy made. And so basically little electrodes or whatever, these little things were on this girl's arm. And when she moved her arm, it would make this other guy's arm move. But it was based on um, the signals coming from your brain. So if the guy went up to her and moved her arm, nothing happened. But if she did it because the brain's telling the, you know, the, your muscles to move, it moved the guy's arm. Damn. Pretty freaking, pretty freaking cool. And freaky. Um, yeah. 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 And so his name's Greg Gage, and it, honestly, you can look him up online, and uh, there's some pretty cool videos. And the last guy, and this is this is kind of like okay. and the last have, guy, we can have robot leg operations pretty soon with that tech, right? And this is no, that tech exists. This is this little tiny box that you can like you and me can buy and do these kind of experiments with. Ugh. This whole thing is getting people into neuro, you know, neuroscience at a like messing around with it and tinkering with it at an early age. Um, and this last guy, this gets into some matrix type stuff, and I can't believe this stuff is actually going on now. Um, his name's David David Eagleman, um, and his whole thing is about sensory or um, sensory. Um, what do you call it? Um, that crap. Like, so if you can't see, right? If you're blind, being able to see. Not see, but you basically have another sense that helps you see, right? Like, so they can they can feel, right? Like through Bray and all that. Um, sensory substitution is what it's called. And so, like, if you're deaf, being able to hear by like by feeling as well. And so, this guy created this suit that you wear, and everything is digitized, and it basically presses all. You know, you wear this vest, and it touches you. And he has videos of him talking to a guy who was born deaf saying words and the guy has his vest on and after only a few days this guy is basically writing the words that he's saying based on just the feelings that he's getting through this vest damn so that's cool right but then now they're Jeez. talking about so that sensory substitution now they're talking about sensory addition so even basically being able to um uh like so you can already see things right but maybe it's better to actually feel things versus seeing things and so now they're talking about this. So the, basically this guy's whole thing is your brain is like a plug-and-play device. You can plug whatever thing you want into in, like into yourself, and your brain is going to be able to figure it out over time. And so honestly, you guys need to look this stuff up online. Freaking crazy. And it was the best thing about the conference I went to, and it had nothing to do with the conference at all. <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, look up the sensory uh, substitution and... Um, edition it's freaking nuts and back in the day neom news used to be called nerd news and that's why i'm bringing this up yeah 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 call back <laughs> all right that's my news jeff <laughs> you fell asleep seriously what <laughs> all right that's it for this episode what are we going to be talking about next week nerd. alex let's well, since Jeff's been uh, bitching about it the whole time, let's talk about the one animated movie you have seen. Finding Nemo? That's right, Finding Nemo. Oh, yay! I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, you can well, pay the Jeff in next episode, Scott. Exactly. <laughs> just get drunk and just get mad at Alex and yourself. 
and it'll be good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. At least better than Charlie from Top Gun, I'll tell you that. Yeah. (laughs) What you guys drinking? I just have a Sam Adams Hoppy Red. Hofbra Oktoberfest. I'm drinking a Shipyard Pumpkinhead. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Really? Why does everything have to be pumpkin flavored? Because it's fall. That's Halloween, fool. You jerk. I'm with Scott though. That's so trendy now. I'm 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 being hipster on this one. And I first had this seven years ago, and the East Coast is seasonal over there. Ooh, why do all beers have to have hops? <laughs> hops. <laughs> oh God, guys. Um, or yeast. Jeez. Yeah. Sure. I like the. Uh, I like those pumpkin beers, but I can have like one. Like I love yeah. to buy a six pack. It's yeah. like woof. Mm, six pack. <laughs>